Oh, You Thought Podcast, the place where you get a heavy dose of positivity, sarcasm, knowledge, and ratchetness. Enjoy the What's show. Up, everybody? It's your girl, Fallon. It seems like it's been forever since I've been behind this microphone, but y'all, life has been happening and life has been coming at me fast. And so this is why it's been a delay every week. As far as dropping a new podcast episodes, I want to formally apologize because I really want to stick to the schedule of dropping an episode every single Friday. But there again, y'all, like life is happening and I've been on the job search and everything since I've been laid off. And so everything's just been kind of intense as far as like time frame and everything. And I got to take care of myself because there again, I just feel like maybe like the past six months, like my diabetes has really been kicking my butt. So I just have to make sure I take extra great care of myself so I'll be here. So with that, this is really going to be like a 100% bonus episode, one of a few that I have coming down the pipeline that's going to be just released whenever I release the episode. So you might get two episodes in a week or whatever. So they coming and <laughs> to kick off this freestyle episode, I did a freestyle for y'all, something I haven't done in a while. I know I'm really silly and corny and I'm not a rapper and I don't sing the way I really sing. So when you hear me singing my little hook, I don't really sing, sing like that, but doing my rapper singing thing. And so I just thought, whatever, let me give y'all all of me before the year is over and so for new people that have come aboard the oh you thought train welcome 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 this is still going to be an enjoyable ride I'm not giving up podcasting even though I do have a job now but yeah it's just it may it's gonna be some bumps in the road for me to get everything into a working flow because I'm already working longer hours than I was working at my other job. And so I am committed to this, though, because I like doing my podcast. So I just want to make sure I let that be known. And so with this being a freestyle episode, I don't know why. Anytime I get behind the mic, my throat starts acting up. I've been talking all day and voice been fine, but now it wants to act all weird and stuff. But And so I'm going to give y'all a lot of tea. This is going to be another personal episode. We're going to start from the top as far as like personal talk. We're going to talk about a few things that's been going on in the world. We're going to talk about Christmas. I'm going to talk about basketball. And I'm going to talk about something really special and and dear to my heart because I freaking love the show Catfish. And so I'm going to talk about my experience that I've been going through (laughs) these past two weeks as far as thinking that I've been catfished by uh, someone claiming to be a professional basketball player. And so just wait on it. We'll get there. We're not there yet, but we will get there. And I will spill all of that wonderful tea because there again, the Oh You Thought podcast, all of our listeners, I want us to be a family. I'm still waiting on y'all to email me stuff you want me to give you advice on or bring up on the show. So we're going to be a family. So in order to be a family, I have to present some of my real life stuff, right? And yeah, it's just like one of my best friends from like years ago, he he always told me that I should write a book about my love life because my love life is hilarious sometimes. And it's unbelievable how things go down. But I will talk about my love life too. So catch up time. What have I been up to? I found a job. So the past two weeks, I have been actively working at a new job, pretty much doing the same thing I was doing at my last job. But guess what, boys and girls? I'm getting paid more money. I'm getting paid the money that I was fighting for at the old job that those people did not want to give me. And God has blessed me. And so I'm just overly thankful that this is such, it's a blessing to get a job right before the holidays. And I was expecting really to be unemployed longer than just really three months. And so God is so good. So I have to start with that great tease. So 
got a new job, preparing for my little sister's wedding that's now in a couple of weeks. And I'm so excited for my little sister. So I have to formally say this on my podcast. And so happy for my little sister. And I can't wait to see this wedding that she put together. And it's just one of those things like, bless my little sister. She's pretty much paid for this thing herself. Um, and I just wish it was a scenario where I could have helped her. But we just, we were one of those families where we just have money tucked away. But I just still wish that we could have helped her more. But with me being laid off during the time when she got engaged and everything, I didn't have money prepared to give her. So I want to formally say that on the podcast. And I'm excited, but I just wish my daddy was here to number one, walk her down the aisle and to see one of his daughters like get married. I just, so it kind of makes me sad too. Cause I already know I'm going to cry, like seeing this wedding and just, I'm a person that loves love. And so to see my little sister, first one getting married out of the three of us, I'm excited about that. And then, like I said, there again, the factor of my dad not being alive to see this, it makes me sad, but it's going to be a blessed event. So a couple of weeks, my sister's getting married. I'm just Yeah, so I'm playing my violin with my older sister and her best friend um, is going to be playing the piano. And so we're going to be playing for my sister's wedding. So I'm prepared, but not prepared. (laughs) I think I've practiced as much as I can practice on my end. And so uh, my sister, she's been a little bridezilla-ish as far as like color shoes and dress and all this stuff like I am not ready. Like, I like my dress sometimes when I put it on. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I feel like a big cow. But whatever. I'm going to make it do what it do on that end. Like, I can't do anything else. It's like around the corner. So, so yeah. So, I have that coming up. So, I'm excited for that. My fucking birthday is in a couple of days officially. It's the 23rd. My birthday's on Christmas. It's pretty special. So you're, 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 you know, when you listen to this podcast, you're listening to a pretty special person. My birthday's on Christmas. I'm going to be 36. I'm not really happy about that. A lot of people think I don't look my age, even at my new job. I told the guy I was like 35 and he was like, oh, I thought you were like my age. And he's like 26. And so I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I still got it. I still got it. He was like, yeah, so I guess it's true. Black don't crack. I'm like, yeah, this it's all the way true. Even though like when you look at yourself in the mirror, you see something different than what other people see. And that's something I also talked about on this podcast before. Just basically like you got to just stop thinking about how you see yourself, especially when you're struggling with thinking if you're beautiful or not or whatever the case may be. Like people out here seeing me like I'm younger and I look like I feel like I look old, but you know, I'm going to roll with this, you know, you know, you never know. You never know. I'm out here newly single. I'm going to tell you the story about that. I don't want a man right now, but you never know. I might go out here and try to catch me a young one and just see what's up. You never know. I'm just playing, but maybe not, maybe not all the way. So yeah, so that's that tea. What else? I know I just said my relationship stuff. So I know y'all just, you know, y'all want to hear about this. So I'm going to connect the the story of what happened with me and mister to the topic of heartbreak. And so tell you the story. And there again, I'm not going to tell you all of our business because even though he did what he did, I still want to respect his privacy and I still want to keep something sacred for our past relationship yet again. And so There again, I talked about Mr. a few times on this podcast. And what did I say, y'all? What did I say? It's just like whenever I bring him up, like, and this is just in life, not on the podcast, like, because I've been dealing with this dude on and off for like eight years. And so to be dealing with that and the times I would say on Facebook, which is my most like, I might share my private business on Facebook in a roundabout way. I never say his name, blah, blah, blah. It's either him. This is when I'm dealing with anybody. And so I've been, I have been very vocal about being happy with him because things have been really good. Um, most of the, the months we have been dealing with each other since the summer. And so 
And there again, stuff started happening just the way it does. And it's just like, I'm fighting for this relationship and he's doing whatever he wants to do as far as not fighting. And so, um, let's go back a couple of months, like October, late October ish. We were supposed to see each other or something. He fell off the, the map and this is, this is what he does. And I'm sorry, this is the truth. And so, He doesn't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter anyway. And so the truth is the truth. All these years we've been talking, been together on and off close to eight years. He has that spirit on him where he just disappears. And I'm sorry. It's factual. It's true. My best friend's probably tired of hearing about how many times he has stood me up or didn't come through for me. So it's true. It is true. And... When we started talking again this summer, there again, I'm going to tell the absolute truth the way it happened. We had a conversation one night and he basically begged me to never leave him again. And even though there again, he's not remembering the narrative correctly. I went along with his narrative just to one, make him feel better. And two, I really had no intentions on leaving him ever again. Like, I wanted this to be it. I really wanted to marry him this time around. Like, I wanted us to be working towards that. And so he never remembers the truth the way the truth really happens. And so um, during this time period of all these years, the only time I disappear is when he disappears. And I say this to say that, like, when I'm trying to figure out where he is and he's not responding to my phone calls and my texts, of course, you're going to disappear because the person is not answering you, boo-boo. So that's when Fallon disappears. That's what he's calling my disappearing. Okay? So now we get that out of the way. Now, when we're talking about him, it's really like disappearing. You fall off the face of the map. And so... In my head, I told myself he had three times this this time around to disappear on me. He got to those three times. And I just got tired of when he disappears. The first thing I'm doing, I'm checking to see if he's in jail. Checking to see if he's been in the hospital. I'm checking to see if he's dead. Like, who wants to, to live like that? Who wants to be in a relationship like that where you have to deal with that? And the only reason why it's been that extreme is because the one time that he disappeared, he got shot. And so I kind of let him brush that one off. But the third time, it was just so foul. And let me just quickly get to the story. So late October, we were supposed to see each other. Like I just said, he disappeared. And he comes back a week later and he says, I'm sorry and all this stuff. And so I'm like, okay, okay, but just promise me that you're going to let me know when something's going on. Because it was something going on in his family, okay? There's something that happened. I'm just going to leave it at that. And I was like, you have to communicate with me. If I'm somebody that you say that you love, you have to communicate. And so he was like, cool, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. We move on. Things are good. And he comes to me with this narrative. I don't ask to see him because I'm really like tapped out and I'm just going along to go along because I love him. And so I'm not really checking to try to see him. And we're talking casually about a movie I wanted to see. He was like, have you seen that movie? I was like, no, I still haven't seen it. He was like, okay, well, how about this weekend? We go see this movie. You come down here for the weekend. We go out to eat. Like, we're going to have a full-on date night. And I was totally shocked. I was like, wait a minute. So, we really going to have a date night? We haven't had a date night in forever. Now, mind you, (laughs) more tea. Anytime I've seen him, like, yeah, like, when we first started, when we were first together, we would date. And anytime after that, like, we were just kicking it. And y'all read in between the lines, okay? So, that's what it was. Like anytime I would go to Beaumont, that's the way we would kick it. I wasn't, you know, that's the way we would kick it. But yeah, so, so yeah, so I was excited that we were actually going to go on a date and yeah. And so we come around to that Saturday. Well, really that Friday, I'm like, Hey, I'm doing my hair, blah, blah, blah. So let me know what time, because there again, I'm OCD with timing and everything. Like, I want to know when can I leave? Like, I'm a planner, right? And so I was like, so what time do you want me to come down there? Or whatever, because at this point, 
I was coming to Beaumont to pick him up to come back out to Houston um, because he still didn't have a car and it was just other shenanigans around us. So he was going to come out to Houston for the weekend. And I was like, so what time can I come down there to pick you up? And he doesn't respond to that. And then like, it's just like another thing. Like, it's just like when I'm with him, I become a different female. I'm that female. Like I get annoyed when I see you on social media and you're not answering my text messages. He makes me like that. And so he never answered my text or whatever, my call that night before. So I'm randomly on Facebook, on Facebook Messenger. I don't know if I was talking to someone or not. And I saw that he was online. So I went to my text messages and I was like, hey, why haven't you responded? Why are you ignoring me or whatever? I need to know what time to come down there because at this point I had a hair fiasco and I was trying to go get my hair done because there again, I wanted to look all pretty for him because I hadn't seen him in a while. And so I'm doing all these extra things to look pretty for him. I wanted to have a different hairdo and all this stuff. And he answers me and he's like, I'm not ignoring you. And he was basically saying he was knocked out because he was on some pain medication, blah, 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 because it's his back, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, okay, so what time can I come down there or whatever? And he doesn't answer. So a couple of hours later, I call because there again, we're getting late into the day on Saturday, the day we're supposed to get together. And I'm like, hey, just called you because normally like, you know, that's how we just operate. Like I'll shoot him a text like, hey, I just called you or whatever. He'll shoot me a text. Why you didn't pick up your phone? So we do this. So this is not nothing crazy. So I was just like, hey, I called you. I'm just trying to still see when you want me to come down there. He doesn't answer. And mind you, when I called his, his, uh, his phone went straight to voicemail. And so, yeah, and that's when, that's how it starts. Normally it's, it's like that. And then he disappears. And so never answered me. And this is now we're in December. This is the, the end of October. It was the first week of November when I was supposed to see him, I believe. And so it's been like a month. And so it was like two weeks of not seeing him get on Facebook Messenger. And so a couple weeks ago, saw him get on Facebook Messenger. I didn't say anything because there again, you already showed me your final card and I'm pretty much done. I am done. But it just hurts because you, you deal with someone for all these years and you mean nothing to them basically because they didn't give you the proper decency to even say, hey. I got your text or, hey, this has happened, this happened or B, whatever, like nothing, nothing. He has said nothing to me. And so this time for me, I think the heartbreak is different because we were supposed to be better. We have been communicating better, but he still hadn't changed. And he has other things going on in his life. And for those that know me, they, you know, a couple of them know the issue that I always talk about and why I'm always afraid to stop dealing with him. But at this point, like I just have to let it go. And I'm not afraid to be single. And that's a great thing. I'm not afraid to be single because I have been, you know, single during that eight period time we were together. I've gone some nice little peaks without dealing with anyone. But Yeah, he had even made promises that we were going to actually do something on my birthday, which I thought was crazy. But there again, it was probably the factor that he was going through stuff with his family. So he was trying to make plans with me and all this stuff. And so like, I've never had a birthday where I've spent it with my boyfriend or anything, even when we were together, like I've never spent the holidays with him uh, or anyone for that matter. So I've never had someone special. I've never had like a really special birthday because with my birthday being on Christmas, it's just hard to have parties and stuff on your birthday. I've had one birthday party in my life and that was young when I was really young and my neighborhood best friend was there. My two neighborhood best friends were there and a few of my family members and my sisters, of course, but that was it. Like I've never had like a turn up party or anything or whatever and, and and you know I was so I was really depending and hoping to to actually be with him on my birthday and so this brings us to real talk 
heartbreak. Like, how do you get over someone? And with this guy in particular, I thought I had actually gotten over him because the last time I had actually seen and talked to him was in 2015. And that's when I made the decision that I was just done. Because what he had there again, it was one of those disappearing acts that he did. And I was just done. And there again, to be open and honest, like I was dealing with the, the possibility that I thought I was pregnant in 2015. And I was dealing with that alone because there again, he disappeared. And so to just even deal with that possibility, that's why I said I just never wanted to talk to him again. And I went a good year and a half of not talking to him and I fully got over him. And it was something that I thought I never, ever would do. And I talked about it on one of my tests um, podcast episode when I was reading my positivity jar for the year. And I thought I would never get over X, Y, Z, but I did. And the thing about it, the way that I found myself back to him was through really another heartache. And I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorite memories from this year. And I'm going to also talk about last year. And this particular person, I pretty much known since I was like 16. And I don't know if he listens to to the podcast or not, but I doubt if he does. But this particular person I've known since I was 16. And we started seeing each other last year. And... It was like one of the the best time periods in my life. I knew that we weren't together. But there again, sometimes us females, we have a problem when you add sex into the scenario. And so (laughs) sex was great and he's great. He's still great. And it's just like I've always carried some kind of love for this particular person. And then we finally got to merge the two, the love and the the sex together and for me the more we started to have sex and see each other the more I started to really care for him and you know he he was definitely single but I just thought that we were exclusively having sex with each other and so I say that to say this and so at the beginning of this year um yeah beginning of this year I asked him straight out if he was sleeping with other people And he told me yes. And like, I didn't get upset or anything like that, you know, because there again, like I I knew we weren't together, but it it made me feel a certain type of way because it's just like, oh, we're having all this great sex, but I'm still not enough. And yeah, I know you're in Louisiana, but I'm in Texas, but it's nothing to make that three hour drive. And I made those three hour drives and he would come out here and... Yeah, and so after that, like, I kind of just, I felt some type of way. I tried to move on and date other people, and it didn't work out. And so I was like, I wonder what Mr. is doing. And it was around his birthday in April, and that's how we got back connected. So if I never would have experienced that heartache with my favorite Louisiana man, he's still my favorite, like, If he's listening, like, yeah, like, I just, he's, like, one of the sexiest people I've ever met. He has, like, this sexy, like, just chocolate skin and, of course, the accent. And he's taller than me and slim. So just my type, right? And so (laughs) I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent. But, yeah, so after dealing with that, with my heart being a little buckled, I wouldn't say it was heartbroken from that because there again, my expectations was not us being in a relationship, but even though I had expressed later down the line that I wanted to be in a relationship with him, but he just wasn't at that point, but we still were doing what we were doing or whatever. And so, so yeah, that's how I got back linked up with Mr. And for me, like, I just feel like as far as getting over this heartbreak, I got to just move on. And like, for me moving on, like, I'm just finna just, dive into this new job and just try to be focused and yeah I'm getting older and yeah I want babies but I'm going with what the cards that God is dealing me like I'm so blessed to still just to even be alive I'm so blessed to there again find another job so quickly I'm just gonna roll with him and 
I'm not doing any kind of dating. That's that's where I'm at with it. No kind of dating, no internet dating, no app dating, no nothing, no nothing. Like I just, I don't want to deal with a man right now. And I know I'm counting myself out, but there's a lot of babies, a lot of babies out there that need to be adopted. And so maybe I want, once I get settled enough into this new job and everything, maybe that's how I'll get my little baby, but I don't think I'm going to be able to birth any babies. And so how many chances do you actually give people? I think like in between this eight year span on and off, I think he's actually hit his limit. I don't think at this point, unless Jesus is sitting right on his shoulder and telling me, Fallon, this time it's okay. I'm not going back to Mr. And, and Mr. for me, like I always told him he's, everything I ever wanted in a man. Like if I had to write down what I really wanted in a man, as far as like physically, like even though Louisiana man, he has that too. His body is on point too. But (laughs) Mr. Like when I met him, he had like that body of like a Ken doll, like just cut for real. And so (laughs) he has the body and he's just so sexy to me. And like a lot of chicks want him and stuff like that. And his personality, like he just took care of me when we were good. He took care of me. So he had everything that I want. He's into God and everything. He's a great father, all that stuff. But even with that, like I said, Jesus would have to be sitting on his shoulder for me to even give him a chance. And at this point, I'm, I'm not talking about dating with him. We've been doing this for eight years. It's time for a ring at this point, but I don't see myself going back to him and another thing do we even know what love is I feel like I've said it before many many times I feel like it's just a word that we just throw out there it has no meaning to some people and I feel like dealing with mister I feel like yeah he loved me but he didn't love me enough and that's what we have to figure out like you can't just keep muddling around in these relationships that mean nothing you're wasting time and time is precious we can't get it back and that's where I'm at with it I don't want to waste any more time I don't want to waste anyone's time I I don't want my time wasted and now I'm really at a point to where I know I can't be with anyone because I don't like what I see in the mirror right now and and this just comes from my my diabetes and my polycystic ovary syndrome is just out of control and my hormones are out of control and the weight gain and so it's just like I don't want to deal with anyone until I like what I see in the mirror again and so yeah and that's another thing like you can't just like go from one heartbreak to another heartbreak just hoping that everything's going to be okay like it's not going to work you'll never end up being happy and that's what I learned years ago and that's what led me up to 2015 when I said I'm done and so if I just would have been wiser and stronger to just be alone after dealing with Louisiana man I would have been all right if I never would have jumped back in that circle with mister but things happen for a reason. Everything is a teaching point in my eyes. And so I've learned a lesson, a big lesson about love, so-called love. And yeah, so let's move on. Christmas. Um, also in the relationship direction, are y'all really out here causing fights so you don't have to buy gifts? And... I remember like before my daddy died when we used to start having real life conversations and he would talk about the females he was dating and all this stuff. He confirmed this theory to me that it's basically true. And he said, you know, if he didn't want to buy gifts or anything, that he would basically cause an argument so he wouldn't talk to a chick. And then he said he would go around and scoop them back up around Valentine's Day, after Valentine's Day. So that's basically the time period. And I feel like it's it's a movie, November Rule, the movie, yeah, that basically expands on that. And 
You go this whole time period thinking that a female is going to wait for you, which most of the time we probably do. We probably be like, oh, John, it's going to come back and it's going to be better than ever. I'm not going to see anyone, blah, blah, blah. And then before that, before you know that, here come John again saying he's sorry, whoop-de-whoop, and here we go. And I just want to know why. Why? Like, if you don't want to buy a gift, just say that. Like, if you don't have the means to buy a gift, say that. Because in essence, you know, Christmas is not about gifts and whatnot. And I definitely feel like we have to get away from that, especially if we're in relationships and stuff like that. It shouldn't be like, oh, look what you can get for me and blah, 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 blah. Like, you should just be happy to have someone. And if the person is pressing you, to get a gift then maybe that's not the right person for you in the first place especially if you're not on the same page about how you want to spend your Christmas as far as money and time so if y'all out there doing that stop it (laughs) stop being petty no more pettiness in 2018 can we can we sign up for that as well (laughs) um favorite Christmas song now this will probably start an argument um For me, the best black Christmas song is This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. But apparently apparently I am wrong. I'm behind the eight ball on that because apparently Silent Night by The Temptations, which is another classic Christmas song, is number one. And it's pretty amazing. Um, I got on Instagram today and I saw a post of a group of apps athletes from was it Auburn somewhere and they were singing the hell out of Silent Night and then I get in my car going to run some errands and a radio station here in Houston uh they're doing like the top whatever Christmas songs and number one was Silent Night by The Temptations I was just like I know this is a crucial song because you can see the reaction of the the men in that video how crucial that's how basically like their reactions how all black families act when silent night comes on by the temptations but this christmas is also another classic because i think for me i started loving this song after i saw the effects it had on my family members on the creighton side on this song and i was like if if it affects them like that this must be a good song. And so I just always had that in the back of my head, that feeling. But tell me if I'm behind the eight ball on this. Is Silent Night really the better Christmas song? Like, what's what's y'all's favorite Christmas song? Let me know. So, favorite memory of the year. And like I said, I'm going to go back to 2016 because the memory carries over. And... Number one, I'm going to say me dealing with Louisiana man, because there again, it was just something that came out of the blue and it was like one of those things like it finally happened or whatever. So that's a memory that I will carry in my brain, in my heart forever. And I still have like so much love for this person, but he definitely made (laughs) my memory like just the best from like 2016 to early 2017. Um, I will also say the learning curve of dealing with Mister, and it's kind of ironic that both of the memories that I'm sharing off top deal with relationships or love or whatever. And yeah, it's just like I guess I just needed that final talking, that final learning point from him to just know what I want out of a person what I deserve out of love and it doesn't make me not believe in love because there again I'm a person that loves love but it shows me that I just wait on God basically wait on God to to bring someone to me it'll be great if he brought back Louisiana man Am I doing too much right now? Am I doing too much? But no, um, it would be great though. We were great together. Um, Also, the ultimate favorite memory is starting my fucking podcast in April. And so to finally like just to push myself just to do it, to not be scared to do it. 
Like, yeah, the podcast, it takes the number one spot of my favorite memories for the year. And then also go ahead and throw in getting laid off from from my last job. Blessing. I took everything as a blessing. I took the whole process that God was going to take care of me. I didn't run out of money. He took care of me. And now I've been blessed again. And I'm just so happy to just be in a better situation. So now we have to talk some more tea. And this one's really, really good. Uh, Like I said, if you know me personally, you know I love the hell out of the catfish show on MTV. Because for me, it's so freaking amazing to see how these people, the catfishers, like just get out here and think they're going to get away with this. It's pretty amazing to me. And I always like, I get so nervous and hyped up and like it's me on the TV when they get to the final moment of the big reveal and XYZ come out behind that door and 99.9% of the time is not who you thought you was talking to, right? So with that being said, I put on my catfish hat because... I think I'm being catfished on Facebook Messenger. And part of me still wants it to be untrue. But the catfisher in me, catfisher as far as watching the show Catfish in me is smart enough to know that this is not the real person. Now stay with me. So after the the breakup on Link Up with Mr. I was bored one day on Facebook Messenger and they have an area where they filter out your messages if someone sends you a message that is not on your friends list, okay? Stay with me. So I go in that little area. I see some old messages that I've already recognized and I didn't want to talk to the people. So they're there. Uh, I see a message that says it's from NBA basketball player from the Houston Rockets, James Harden, right? So I click in the message and it simply sim- simply says, hello. And so I didn't respond right then. I took a screenshot and I posted it on Facebook. And I said, let me find out someone is catfishing me, pretending to be James Harden in my Facebook, on my Facebook Messenger. And so I kind of sat with it and I said, I think I sent it to my best friend and my sisters first. And I was like, I know this is not the real James Harden. So me being a, a catfish watcher, the first thing I did, I go to Facebook and I type in James Harden and I look for all the pages that have that picture. And that day I didn't find any. And... And then I go and I look for the official James Harden page and it has the same picture of the the person that has been messaging me, right? And so, okay, I see, I say, so there's a link there. I follow his, his uh, certified page on Facebook. I said, hey, my page is private. So how does this person find me? So I said, that's the possible link because I follow his page, right? And then so just for kicks to entertain it because I didn't think the person was going to answer because they had messaged me early in November and I didn't answer them until like last week of December and so I'm like hi and he responds and he's like hi great Rockets fan or something like that right and what did I say I was like then I just said hey how you doing like we just started talking and there again, I get on Facebook again and I do another search. And I said, this time, let me, because I think you do like profile search, people search. And then I think I did profile search. And then I found a couple of profiles with the same exact picture that he has on his official page. And I go to the pages. And so I click on the messenger to see if it takes me directly to our conversation. Both of them do not. And so... I'm like, so it's not these pages. I was like, if the page is deactivated, there again, how did they find me? And so we've been talking probably like a couple of weeks. And there again, using my catfish skills. And I'm a super Rockets fan anyway. So I've already been following the Rockets on all social media. I follow James Harden on all social media. So 
Now, when this person is messaging me, I'm making sure it's not during a time that they're playing basketball. It's not during a time where they tweet out that they're at practice. Everything has been consistent. He pretty much, he'll message me around the same time um, every day. And we really haven't had, we had one extensive conversation, but pretty much it's just like, how are you? kind of things or talk about the game or whatever the case may be nothing really heavy and so we get to the point where he asks me what am I doing for Christmas and I'm just like probably nothing just go to my mom's house and come back home and so he was like well it's Christmas let me send you my autograph and some other gifts and da 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 and sure okay first I tell him no because I'm really not on that tip like I'm not one of those females y'all can think that I'm crazy or stupid but I'm sorry like this is not normal to me like my catfish hat is on I 100% think that I'm being catfish because number one Yes, I think I'm pretty but I'm a different kind of pretty like I'm not like the kind of pretty that probably gets to be with someone famous like a basketball player and no that's not being down on yourself because like I said like yeah I know I'm pretty but reality is reality right and so I asked him I was like so what made you talk to me in the first place and he said some of the comments I had made on his page and he thought that I had a beautiful face And there again, because my page is private. So all you can really see is a little snapshot on my Facebook profile. And when he saw my picture, I had on my Rockets hoodie and stuff like that. And so there again, like I comment so much. And so not going to give this person my address because I have no clue who this person is. And so I was like, I have to I have to catch this catfish. And so I go and get a P.O. box. I give him the address and he's like, "Okay, um, it's going to be sent off tomorrow morning at this time, blah, 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 blah. I hope you have the money to cover the shipping because I'm sending you a lot of expensive stuff. And to me, that's a red flag because if you're shipping stuff out, whether it's via the mail or UPS or FedEx, you just put insurance on it when you're shipping it off. You don't charge the person you're sending it to for shipping. So that was like a red flag to me. And so I was like, <clears throat> no, that's okay. Because um, really, I'm on a fixed income. I'm unemployed. I just got this new job. So I haven't even got a check yet. So I can't do that. Because I, I didn't even ask how much the shipping was or whatever. I was like, that's okay. Um, and so... I was like, so I really think this is a catfish. So I was like, let me go to his verified Instagram page and send him a DM. And I sent him a DM. I'm like, hey, I know this is really weird, but I think I'm being catfished by someone claiming to be you on Facebook. And I asked him, have we been talking on Facebook Messenger? And so James Harden on Instagram hasn't answered my DM. And so... I go back to Facebook Messenger on the same day and I tell him, thank you, but I can't do that. And then I ask him and I'm just like, no, I go on with the conversation just to see if he'll keep talking to me. And I'm just like, so have you had a good day? And so he responded yesterday and he was like, yeah, or whatever. And then I made a response about the game last night and he hasn't responded to that. And so... Yeah, it's just like, it's so freaking weird because out of all people that could possibly catfish me, it's one of my favorite basketball players and I'm a diehard Rockets fan. And that's why I want to find out who was behind this. Like, because at this point, I really don't think it's James Harden. If it ends out, turns out to be James Harden and I've acted a fool like this and people have given me advice that they have given me. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad because I've been acting like kind of low key crazy cuz I didn't want to give him my real address, which is a smart thing to do. And the questions I've been asking him, smart thing to do. Um I asked if we could uh talk on Facebook Messenger via the Facebook phone thingy. He never responded to that, but there again, if he's just being a private person, 
he's being a private person, but 99% of me is saying it's because he's a cat, he's a catfish and he doesn't want to be seen or heard. And so that's my catfish chronicles that I have going on right now in my life. And yeah, but it takes a lot of work to be a catfish. If you're out here pretending to be a professional basketball player and you're really like, cause this person, they have to be really keeping up with his schedule, like for real, for real. And like I said, the, they have not messed up once as far as the messaging or looking at the messages. Cause I'm on that level. As far as being a detective, I am looking to see when that check mark turns into his profile picture and it has never turned that way during a game. And so this person is on their stuff. And if I ever find out who the person is and it's somebody that I know, we don't have a problem. So if you listen to my podcast and this is you doing this to me, just come out and tell me who you are and let's just get this over with. And I won't have to talk about it again. But I think it's a really cruel thing. Like just to talk about catfishing in general, I think it's a really cruel thing. A lot of these people come up with stories about how they've been hurt and everything. And I just think it's not fair. I'm sorry that you've been hurt, but it's not fair to hurt some other, for the most part, random person that had nothing to do with you being hurt. It's not fair. It's not fair. And for a person like me, Definitely like me just getting out of this heartbreak scenario with Mr. And then to to jump into this catfishing thing. Like, I don't need that in my life. I do not need it. And I'm a really, really nice person. And and that's another reason why I want to find out who's doing this. Because I feel like the real James Harden should know that someone's out here using his name and Maybe other people that he's talking to is not smart enough not to give their address and they're not smart enough not to pay for shipping fees. Like it's very possible and I don't think that's cool. And so someone needs to know if this is a catfish. And so, yeah, my best friend, he thinks the whole thing is hilarious. My older sister thinks that it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. The only reason why I really truly entertained it, it was just like something to do. It's not like we're talking all the time, but hell, my phone is dry. I don't have a man anymore. So (laughs) this is my life. I entertain catfish at this point because I'm not trying to entertain a real man. How about that? So yeah. So if you have any thoughts on my catfish story, like this is probably like the juiciest thing I've talked about all year because there again, we're talking about James Harden and great basketball player good looking man seems like he really cares about people in general um as far as his organization and everything that he has um so yeah (laughs) but at the bottom of my heart I knew it wasn't true from jump I knew it wasn't true but um yeah if it turns out to be true if he randomly calls me on Facebook messenger if he ends up calling my phone because that was another way I tried to figure out who he was to see if he would take my phone number to see if we could FaceTime or if he would just call me period so if he ever used my phone number or if the story changes I'll update you but maybe not (laughs) if it turns out to be in the other direction of it really being him but it's not really him You see how I'm just lingering on it being him? But I'm not like that one episode where the guy thought he was still talking to Katy Perry, even though they went through the process of him meeting the catfish. I don't know who this catfish is. I don't know. And there again, you just never know. And so, yeah, what else do I want to talk about? Let's just go ahead and talk about basketball for a little bit. My Rockets, we're still out here you know, at the top half of the West, uh, we're a game behind the Warriors now because we lost to the Clippers last night. I'm still so mad about that. Um, we play on Christmas. We play Oklahoma in Oklahoma. We're going to get that W. And yeah. So yeah, um, I think y'all have heard me talk long enough. I think I've given given y'all enough juice in my life to hold you over until the next episode. But this is definitely a bonus episode for y'all. And, you know, 
there again. Hopefully I can get back on a schedule and stay on the schedule. And I still want to have the big crit episode. I don't care if it's super duper late. We're still going to analyze that album. We're still going to talk about that album. Um, I have an episode coming down the, the pipeline with the top 10 rap albums of the year and some other top 10 items I'm going to talk about on the episode. Um, what else do I have coming down the pipeline? I still have the cuffing season playlist to re- to release, even though I didn't get cuffed this season. I was so freaking close. I was so close. If he would have acted right, I would have been cuffed this season. But that's all right. Be by myself. That's all right. Uh, so I have that coming. I feel like it's something uh, something else special that I was working on. Well, when it comes, you'll get it. So if you're not following me on social media, follow me on social media. Um, on Twitter, I'm pretty and smart 81. That's pretty, the letter N, smart 81. Um, follow me on Instagram. Oh, you thought Fallon, F-A-L-L-O-N. Can't follow me on Facebook. That's for family and real friends. Um, so if some of you have been sending me friend requests on Facebook, that's why I haven't accepted I'm sorry. I have to keep something for myself. Um, you can email me at outhoughtfallon at gmail.com. Once again, you spell my name F-A-L-L-O-N. You can go to my website, outhoughtfallon.com and get your life together. What else? What else? What else? Um, is that everything? I think so. And so until next time, I will talk to y'all later. Have a blessed Christmas. Be safe and love on everyone that you care about. You never know when it's going to be the last time you see or talk to someone. So let someone know that you love, that you love them. All right. Until next time, remember to glow up, bless up, stay prayed up and hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down.